we are kind of caught in the, the motion of doing this, of being in action, of being caught on that hamster wheel of life, right? Of just constantly doing and going, the intentions that we're more likely setting for ourselves are going to be reflections of where we already are. We need moments of quiet and stillness. Part of this white space is creating a slower momentum at this time of year rather than rushing to speed up to the new year can you create a sense of spaciousness as you approach the new year welcome beautiful soul to the weaving the wild podcast in this space we are reclaiming and remembering the wildish wisdom and knowledge that lies deep within our bones and reconnecting to those parts of ourselves that are both ancient and familiar we talk about it all awakening our collective wildness and dropping back into our bodies honoring our cyclical rhythms connecting to our roots embracing our intuitive nature and living embodied within the feminine i'm rachel hodgins and i'm honored to be walking this path beside you let's dive in Hello, beautiful being. Welcome back to the Weaving the Wild podcast. I am so, so happy to be here with you in this this particular kind of portal between the solstice and the new year. I always feel like this, this period, like this kind of almost week between the solstice and Christmas and that kind of New Year's Eve sort of celebration always feels like this sort of in-between time. It's like this week of the in-between, you know. And I personally always love this time. Um, When I've used it kind of intentionally or when I've kind of engaged with it um, with intention and with sort of consciousness, I suppose, so I'm very, very excited to, to record this episode and, and to be chatting with you today all about the, the things, the practices, what I've been doing in the lead up to the new year. And before I dive into this, I just want to kind of have a bit of, ch- of a chat about this whole notion of the new year, because I know for some people, um, you know, there's a whole conversation. I myself have been a part of it around, you know, this conversation of the, the new year is like not really real. It's just a man-made construct. Um, you know, when we're talking about a new year on the Gregorian calendar, at least, um, and that more often, if we were to truly align with the, the seasons, with the solar cycle, with the lunar cycles, that's where we can experience a lot more kind of potent experience of new beginnings um, and things like that. And I, I 100% still stand by that. <laughs> like if you've been here for a while, if you've been in like my kind of my world for a bit, you know that. I know I don't need to kind of really add any like preface, I suppose. But I do want to talk about this notion of the new year because I personally love the new year. I love sort of that fresh energy and kind of like this, like a mental reset um, is how it often feels to me, where it's just sort of a prompt and like an opportunity to get clear again, to reset, to reorder, to reorganize if I I need to, and really bring intention uh, to my life and to my world. That's not to say that there's not other potent times to do so, but I think, you know, like, 
we can be seasonal beings, we can live seasonally, we can live in attunement to the, the waxing and waning of the moon and all these other beautiful cycles that we're a part of. And it doesn't mean we have to ignore or um, kind of be ignorant to the, the cycles that make up our, our man-made world, our human world. And yeah, I think that our, our new year on our calendar, it's just one of many cycles that we, we experience and so that's my my take. <laughs> that's my energy. And I think that's why um, I've kind of like just softened and like felt myself sort of settle into, oh, I am allowed to feel into the new year energy. I'm allowed to sort of embrace that fresh start reset energy. There's nothing wrong. I'm not, you know, it's not sacrilegious <laughs> to the seasonal being within me and all that I teach. Um and, and in all honesty, probably a lot of what I experience around this time of year and the reason I do feel kind of this strong sort of urge to, to get clear and to get focused is actually Capricorn energy. Every year the sun moves into the sign of Capricorn and, and Cap season begins on the solstice, the December solstice, which is always kind of around the, the 21st, 22nd, 23rd, um, depending on where you are and what how it's all moving um, that particular year. But that's, that's all kind of shifting and happening and, and sort of kicking in, you might say, that energy of Capricorn is kicking in just before we, we have the official sort of calendar start of a new year. And so I feel that I'm a Capricorn rising, Cap rules my first house. Um, and yeah, I always sort of feel that activation in myself. But I do want to also say for those of you listening who, who don't feel a whole lot of like, not, it's not the new year vibe. Like it's it, right now you might feel like you're hibernating, you're in that deep rest and replenishment sort of phase. Maybe you're not feeling a whole lot of call for action right now. I also want to acknowledge that and say that's totally fine. And in fact, everything that I'm sharing um, hopefully isn't creating that sense of urgency where it's like, oh, I, I should be doing these things and I should be taking action right now. Um, and in fact, hopefully as I'm sharing this, you might sort of sort of feel <laughs> that all of this that I'm sharing isn't actually about taking big like, you know, dramatic action and new beginnings, new starts, like have to kick in Um as of the new year what I've really felt myself this year is it's all about creating the energy um, and the the environment I suppose within and without that's going to set me up well for the action that that I'm yet to take um, and the action that's yet to come so maybe you're feeling the the new year vibes right now maybe you're feeling ready for like that kind of fresh new beginning new start some inspiration maybe hitting but I also just kind of want to give you the heads up that if you're not feeling that, it's okay. And in fact, there's there's plenty of other opportunities coming up where that energy may really kick in and, and maybe your new year will, will really kind of feel like it's sort of amped up and activated in a couple of weeks when we have our Capricorn new moon. So the sun itself has, has moved into the sign of Capricorn, but we'll have our Capricorn new moon, which is a real kind of initiatory energy um, on around the 11th of January. So maybe that's when you feel the kind of impetus, I suppose, um, the inspiration, the, the energy sort of rising, so to speak. 
plus there's also this kind of larger cycle and new beginning around the Aries new moon solar eclipse and even Aries Aries season beginning and that that will come in in March slash April so I, I say that I share that little kind of tidbit um, just as a kind of heads up, I want you to be able to kind of breathe into what I'm sharing today, really as this kind of, again, this, this concept of like how to become intentional and be ready to take the action, to be ready to kind of already embody <laughs> the energy of what we're, we're going to be setting our sights on in 2024. So you may be feeling this energy now. You may feel it in a couple of weeks when we have our cap new moon. You may feel it, you know, in a, in a couple of months, but even between now and then, be really kind of cultivating this intentional space within you um, and know that it's already building. Like if you're taking these actions, if you're kind of really attuned um, and intentional about it, then it's already sort of building a momentum, so to speak. So what I'm sharing in this episode actually started as a Instagram post, <laughs> which you can actually go and see, see that reel that I shared. But what I found is as I was writing the caption, I started writing and kind of breaking down each of these, these points and these things that I've been really feeling into personally um, and practices that I've been doing in the lead up to the new year. And there was so much I had to say about them that the, the caption just was too long and I didn't know, I, I couldn't. I couldn't make any of it smaller. <laughs> I didn't want to pick or choose. So I'm like, stuff it. We're talking about this on the podcast. <laughs> I'm bringing it to the pod. And so that's what we're going to do. So these are five kind of things and practices that I've been really enjoying and have felt um, really supported by in these last few weeks. I made the kind of conscious decision uh, at the start of December that I wanted to enter 2024 with a really sturdy, solid happy and healthy nervous system and a really kind of clear energy where I felt sort of clear on what it was that I was ready to, to take action on without feeling overwhelmed by it. And I'm going to talk about that um, in, in a little bit because that is a key thing. It's a huge theme that I've often experienced in years past where I felt kind of swamped um, by the details and haven't known where to start within when it comes to the new year. So let's dive in. The first thing that I've been really enjoying doing, and this has been a huge kind of theme in Sagittarius season, I think Sag has a lot to thank for this, is I have been practicing visualization in the morning. Now, I'm not gonna say I've done this every single day. I am a cyclical being, I live life you know um so i'm not saying that this has been a hard and fast rule that i've i've had that i have to sit down and visualize but it's been something that i have been really enjoying and feeling really activated by um as a practice over the last few weeks and i think you know when i say about sagittarius season my experience of sag season this this year this these past few weeks has really been about kind of turning the dial, so to speak, and tuning into the frequency and the vision that I'm, I'm really ready to cultivate. So each morning I would take a few minutes just to kind of visualize, you know, where I want to be, where I will be this time next year. So end of 2024, what is the life and the experience that I intend to have cultivated? And it's actually been really interesting how the, the vision kind of grows or has been 
sort of fleshed out, so to speak. To start with, I was feeling quite um, kind of unclear. It's like, yeah, I know I want growth. I know I want um, sort of to feel more supported and resourced and sturdy and solid in, the, in these particular areas of my life. Um, but I don't know what that looks like. I don't know where to start. I don't know what, what I actually want to achieve. Um, and so for me, I was really just tuning in to start with around how it is I want to feel. How do these these different areas feel within my world and my life? A lot of it was kind of this feeling of spaciousness, of deep, um, feeling deeply resourced. And so, you know, to start with, it was really just tuning into to those feelings. Um, and my visualization was more about um, yeah, kind of tuning into the feeling rather than what it looks like. <laughs> and then over time, just not by forcing it, but just kind of like tuning into those feelings, details started to emerge where it's just like, okay, if I want to feel more spacious in, in my work or in, you know, in whatever particular area of my life, what is it that's bringing that sense of spaciousness? And maybe, you know, for me, when I was tuning into my work, it was around, you know, not being caught up in the details of the kind of like the busy work, I suppose, of running a business. And so tuning into that detail, what is it then that this future version of myself has in place? Why does she feel more spacious? Why does she feel free of the busy work, so to speak? And in that, you know, the vision started to be cultivated around how she's living and embodying that, what help and support she's called in and what systems essentially she's put in place within her work that's created that sense of spaciousness and and flow. And so this has been a really like powerful practice that I've, I've been really enjoying, especially over the last few weeks, as I said, not necessarily every single day, but most days. And I do find like, really tuning into the, the frequency, the energy, um, and then the details around how to make that, how to create and cultivate that um, is a really important part for me of, for want of a better word, like the, the manifestation process. Um, it's, it's really been helping me to not only ground my intentions and desires of what you know what is to come it already feels alive it already feels true and real for me um, you've probably heard this before but when we are visualizing when we are really tuning into um, and visualizing the future reality and experience and environment that we we desire our brain when we're, when we're fully tuned into that we can feel it we can smell it we can taste it and touch it like in our mind's eye our brain actually can't tell the difference between what we're actually experiencing and what we are visualizing. Our brain believes it's real. And when we enter into that space of like, this already exists, we are living and embodying the vibrational reality of that experience. And when we're doing that, for me, it's not so much about like bypassing <laughs> or being ignorant of my current reality, I do really believe in being very grounded and very much kind of present. But what I find is really helpful with this process of visualization and, and like tuning into and embodying the frequency of what it is that I, you know, as if my desire already exists is it's a really powerful way to kind of overcome and, and move beyond the limiting beliefs and the limiting patterns um, that stop me from creating that that reality that stopped me from taking action because if I've already created it then I wouldn't believe that it's not possible 
I, if I've already created it, I know already know exactly how to create it. Um, and so I'm kind of just, yeah, stepping in and just tuning into that place just for a couple of minutes each day um, completely changes how I'm, I'm thinking about and showing up for what it is I want to create next. Okay, so visualizing in the morning, beautiful practice. The next thing that I have been really loving doing, and I shared this in the reel, is practicing gratitude and integration for the year that's been. So I always love filling out my vision book, which is something actually I'll talk about soon, um, but really kind of reflecting and integrating what this year has been. And for me, there's kind of two parts to this and really they're woven within the same thread. Um, but this kind of integration piece is really about reflecting, especially, I don't want to say especially, actually looking and reflecting on where have I experienced challenge? Where have I experienced kind of a lot of activation, you might say? Um, and what have I received from that? What have I gleaned from that? What is it that I can take and integrate within my being now? What did I learn about myself? What did I learn about my patterns? And taking that insight, taking that inner knowledge and really allowing it to anchor and integrate into who I am now and what I'm taking forward. So rather than taking the experience of hardship um, with me, carrying it with me, essentially the hurt, the trauma, the worry, the, the story that I, I could place upon that, rather than taking all that with me into 2024, this is the process of taking the lesson and the information that I can receive from that and taking that with me into 2024, taking that with me and how I show up, how I sort of serve myself, how I engage with the world and other people, but leaving the actual experience to, to kind of compost essentially in the year that's been. I don't need to take that whole thing with me. So that's one part of it. And also we can do that with our joy and our, our moments of great abundance and growth and expansion as well. So taking our insights and lessons from moments of huge happiness and joy is just as important as, as gleaning that insight from, you know, when we experience challenge and hardship. Um, and that is something that I have been really conscious of cultivating over the last few years and it's something that I include within my vision book which is something that you can access right now there are two ways that you can access my 2024 vision book um, it's broken into two parts so the first part part one is all about reflecting on the year that's been and if you know me you know I like to take things a little bit deeper than, <laughs> than most um, it's not you know just surface level the questions and reflections in there are really intentional to to help you truly reflect and bring the information the insight and the wisdom forward to integrate um, as I just shared, but also really to kind of reflect on um, the seasonality of your experience. So we look at, you know, your experience of the year through the lens of the seasons um, and things like that. So there's all, all of that is within the workbook. And then part two is all about receiving, cultivating, and sort of bringing that vision that you hold, that you desire for 2024 into focus. So there's a lot of kind of magic, a lot of kind of, as I said, sort of the receiving of that dream, of that vision with some really kind of potent prompts and practices. 
And there's one of my favorite practices, which you'll find in the workbook. It's all laid out for you on how to kind of bring that into your tangible reality. How are you going to bring this forth in your day-to-day living? How are you going to embody this vision and version of yourself in 2024? Um, And so it's all laid out within the workbook. And as I said, you can actually access my 2024 vision book in two different ways. If you are a member within a Cosmic Weavings membership, you already have access. So if you're not, you can sign up now It is waiting in there in the portal for free, along with the accompanying room visioning meditation. So this is a guided audio practice. This is not just a meditation. It's really a journey um, of really reflection and then receiving within the void. I feel like I'm not doing it justice. I feel like this meditation, as I was recording it, I was like, this is all my favorite things in one powerful sitting um it's as i said there's womb connection there's visualization there's seasonal living there is so much kind of packed into this really really potent journey and it's designed to go hand in hand with the 2024 vision book so i would recommend sitting with the journey first with the the visioning journey first and then to open up your vision book and start to fill it out because so much is going to be flowing after the womb journey. And if you're not a part of the Cosmic Weavings membership and that that doesn't feel like it's for you, you can actually purchase the 2024 vision book on its own. It's just there on my website. I'm going to pop the link in the show notes so you can find it really easily and you'll be able to get instant access to download it. You can print it off. You can, I've had people in past years like literally go like to Officeworks or a printer and like have it printed and bound to fill out. Like it literally, that has just like, it makes my heart absolutely beam. <laughs> I love seeing how people fill out their vision books. And so if you do get your hands on it, if you do create this sacred practice and ritual, because that's really my vision and that's how I I use my own vision book, is I allow it to be the ritual. So let it be ceremony, you know, set up your space, light your candle, put on your music. If you're in the membership, you can begin by moving through that super potent womb visioning journey and then sit, take a deep breath and open the first page of your vision book and begin. There is so much medicine in this practice. I just absolutely adore it. And if you do, I would love to see your setup. I would love to see how you're using your vision book. I wanna see it out in the wild. That would make my heart sing. So you can share it. You can tag me at the Rachel Hodgins or shoot me a picture. But back to this point (laughs) of integration for the year. The vision book for me is like a key part of that. That's why I created it is these are the questions and the the insights and the the way that I like to reflect on the year that has been. And then I kind of just naturally, it all came together in one, one book, one workbook that I decided to share with you all. But more than anything right now, um, you know, on top of kind of, you know, really kind of reflecting and integrating those those insights and that inner, inner knowledge that I've learned about myself is I've just been practicing. I don't even want to say practicing. I've just been feeling really grateful, like really grateful for where I am and for what I have here and now. And I say that because I've, I've come to a place in my life right now where it's not even that my reality is everything that I desire it to be. 
but I'm really, really grateful for what it is and where I feel my trajectory and the, like the direction starting to turn. Um, these last few months, in fact, I'd say the last six months, of, like the, the last half of 2023 for me have been really about growing a deep, deep awareness and a deep sense of presence in my life as it is now um, and a deep sense of, of love and like loving acceptance. Um, and in that, there's a deep softening, like when we accept, when we practice acceptance, um, yeah, there's a softening that comes about. We're not fighting against something. And it allows us to kind of really step into or settle into a place of, of being, of holding, of witnessing. And yeah, that's where I've been. <laughs> so within that, I've been able to feel so much more gratitude by being aware of what I have here and now. I feel gratitude for my relationship so, so much. I feel gratitude for the summer season. I feel gratitude for my garden. I feel gratitude for my home. And that's not to say that there's not a lot of other kind of challenge or turbulence that's in my world at, at the moment. But this practice of like soft gratitude and deep presence is so much medicine and it's really, really um, supported my nervous system to no end. <laughs> and so that's something that I've been really, you know, I don't want to say practicing, like making myself practice, but just finding my way to at the end of this year. So number three on my list is I've been creating a master list on Notion of all the action to be taken coming up. And so this is sort of when I was sharing earlier about health and I get to the new year and I feel kind of overwhelmed um, by what action to take or what action to start with that often nothing actually eventuates. And so this has kind of been a natural progression from the visualization that I've been doing and really kind of feeling into. And actually it's completely makes sense. It's a total natural progression from Sagittarius season into Capricorn season when Capricorn is so, um, you know, earth sign, solid, sturdy action. And it's like future oriented, but also deeply grounded in, in the now and in the present. So Capricorn is able to kind of look up and see the big picture that, that Sagittarius has, has really kind of invoked. Capricorn can look forward and see where it's going to see that mountain top, the peak that it desires to reach and then look down at where it is and the steps that it's taking. And I think that the key to Capricorn energy of being able to kind of work with it really in that higher vibration is to remember to keep to keep looking up every so often and not get so bogged down in like the, the reality, not get so bogged down in the details of what I must do. This is how I do it. This is what I have to do. Um, and going through the motions that you lose sight of like where you were actually going. Like, have you kind of swayed off course and ended up not realizing that you're starting to walk up someone else's mountain <laughs> or is that mountain that you're you know is your peak is your mountain still actually calling to you you know so constantly just remembering to look up what is that big vision what is that big picture that's calling to you and are my steps here and now in alignment are they are they actually walking me towards that big vision so back to the notion list <laughs> 
And if you don't know, Notion is like a, a program, an app that's basically like a I guess it's like a project management tool um, and it, this like a lot that you can do within it. I don't use it for like half of what it, you know, it can do, but I love to use it for list building and organization for, especially in my workflow. But something that I have been doing, especially with this visualization practice is as details are emerging um, of things I want to create in the new year, things that I want to kind of initiate or um, include or integrate into my work or the, the way that I do my work, the, the structures and the systems that I, I have within my work as those sort of, and I'm just using work as an example. I've actually, when I say a master list, this is like my whole life, <laughs> just any detail that's coming through, it's gone on this master list of action to be taken. So say it is, um, you know, this particular like offering or program that has come through that I'm like I would like I would like to be able to bring that forth within 2024 and so that has gone on the master list and anytime I think of something that needs to be done or that would go into the creation of that program it just goes under that sort of subheading um and this is why when I say it's a master list it's quite extensive it's not meant to look neat and tidy it's just getting all of the details in my head into some form where I can see it and organize it and so again like taking the idea of like you know a program that I want to be able to offer in 2024 at some point any of the details I'm like it might be oh yeah I'll need to to set up or I'll need to like upgrade the the plan that I have that will allow for more people or something or I will need to create the content for it. I'll need to reach out to this person. Um, all of those details will go on, on the, the master list and I'll kind of order them as well, kind of in grouping. So it'll be like, this is something that actually I could take action on now. This is something that I can take action on soon. Maybe it's like, you know, baby steps and then slightly bigger steps. And then this is something that can be actioned later. I don't need to even worry or think about it now. And so I say all of that, this may or may not be helpful for you right now, but if you're like me and you get to a new year and you're like, I have all of these sort of intentions, like I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Um, and you've got like the big picture and you know the things that's going to go into it, but you struggle to kind of, it's all in your head and you can kind of feel a bit swamped by the details. This has really helped me. It's like helped me so much actually in feeling grounded moving as I kind of moving towards 2024 of like this is the action it's all there and I can see clearly what can be done what I can take action on and I can kind of feel clear around like what what I can start with these are the small steps I can start with now and I can look at kind of starting to like take action on and, and bring some life to and again, I've just used work as an example here. My master list has so many different kind of aspects to it and I'm, I'm going to sit down with it probably in this week actually and and map it out a little a little clearer. But yeah, so if this is something that you, you know, you feel like this could help you as well, um, I have the Notion app on my phone as well and this is where it comes in really handy. You can do this just in your notes section even if you wanted to, but I love using Notion. Um, so again, like as I'm receiving like the, 
the the dreams, the visions, like the things that are coming through that want to be created um, in my my reality and in my world in 2024. And that could be like like something within my relationship. It could be something to do with you know, our house, like a renovation or something. It might be a particular project within your work. It could be anything really. As that visualization and the details are coming through, they go onto the master list. And as I'm just kind of going through my day, because this is when the, like, the little nitty gritty details generally come through. So like when I'm cooking dinner or something, I can just quickly pop it in, like open up the app on my phone and pop in that action step underneath like each little, little thing that's in my master list. And again, what this is doing is helping me actually curate and collect the details and the action steps into a form where I can see it all and organize and order it all. And it's not just in my head. It's not just like this swimming vision. It's quite a clear and precise vision. Following on from that, number four has actually been taking small steps now. So while we talk about, you know, new beginnings and all that and and January 1st and all of that, I still, you know, I don't truly believe that we have to wait until January 1st to begin anything, obviously. And so I've been actually quietly taking very small steps towards some of my bigger visions now like even you know as an example the growth of this podcast is is a huge vision that i hold for 2024 and with that i have you know so many so many things that i want to action um and one of them is like calling in like my dream guests calling in conversations with with people and women who truly resonate and light me up and whose medicine i'm I'm really really excited to bring to you and so I knew that I, I would love to have like that ball rolling um, early within 2024. And, you know, within November, I was kind of just quietly reaching out, sending some, a couple of emails to people and, and getting yeses. <laughs> and so even towards the end of this year, I've just been kind of making these small little moves um, and connecting with truly remarkable people and recording some incredible conversations, which I'm so excited to bring to you. Literally just before I, I sat down to record this, I, I literally just got off uh, a conversation with an incredible woman. I cannot wait for you to listen to our conversation in a couple of weeks time. But yeah, this is just something that I think is is really, it's been really nice to kind of ground into um, in these final weeks of 2023. It's been the opportunity to feel like there's a, it's not rushed, there's nothing urgent about it, but I'm able to enter into 2024 with, with some sense of momentum. Like, it, and it's, there's also, it's not just the momentum, but it's not like um, I've, I, and I've done this in the past, let me know if you resonate with this, but it's like I've held off beginning until January and then it's like it feels like a huge deal to begin. It's like, oh, okay, it's happening. And it's almost like this big leap, even if it's like something simple, like the, your intention is like I'm going to drink more water or, um, you know, I'm going to start a workout, you know, routine, you know, all the huge. But there's a sense of like it's, it's a big deal, right, to begin when it's like a, a new year kind of goal or intention that we're, we're taking action on but yeah it's just felt it's felt very different it's felt really grounding and really kind of soft and um like soft but sturdy I want to say like this energy and momentum that's that I feel myself kind of riding into the new year with 
So that's just something that I wanted to share as well is like taking some small steps now in order to kind of like bring that momentum and bring that vision kind of forth easily within the new year. The next thing that I've been doing is cleaning, decluttering and making space. And this is just something I think, I don't know, it feels like it comes naturally to me at this time of year and it probably is some Capricorn energy (laughs) coming through. Um, But there's something about like getting really, really intentional and clear in my environment. Um, It's very earth sign kind of vibes. And this has also been kind of spurred on by the fact that, you know, it's Christmas, it's the holidays, we have people coming to our house um, as well. So I felt that kind of motivation just to like, to obviously get the house in order a little bit. But I also had a list of things um, that I wanted to do and like really clear and clean within the house. And I'm talking like nitty gritty details, like marks on the walls, like our dog (laughs) Cooper like likes to kind of part roll against our white wall. And over the year, it just, it turns brown and like we don't even see it most of the time because we just live with it. Right. Um, But just things like that where I'm like, no. I need, I want to wash the wall. (laughs) So I had my little list of like things that I wanted to clean, clear and declutter in the house. Um, And I I knew the list kind of in advance. So I've just been using the weeks of December really to do most of it. But I do find in this week, um, kind of between Christmas and New Year is a huge like, like decluttering time for me. I don't know what it is, but I always seem to find myself taking down our Christmas tree on New Year's Day, that's just like my thing, like my routine and rhythm. And when I do that, um, you know, you've had like a month or more of like, for want of a better word, clutter. Like I love Christmas and I love our decorations so much. I absolutely thrive and froth over it during December. But there is this sense, like this nice feeling when you pop it all away and like surfaces are a little bit clearer. There's more space in the lounge room. Um, It feels like a reset. And so, yeah, just like really getting into that, that sort of space and energy recently um, and being a little bit ruthless in my decluttering. But all of it has been really kind of about cultivating a clear space. I want the energy around me to feel clean. And yeah, that's just sort of something that I've, I kind of do every year, but I've been a lot more kind of conscious of it this year and it's felt really, really good. Um, so yeah, there's something else I've been doing. And the last thing, the last point that I shared in the reel that I really feel is important um, is I have been prioritizing a lot of white space um, in my day and in my weeks throughout December. And again, I'm talking about this kind of in hindsight, but I want to invite you to feel into like, where is your energy right now? Um, Where do you feel like momentum is building or yet to come because you may still feel like all of this is something that you can implement now and I actually think it's important but I'm going to talk about this in terms of like December and my experience of of this so obviously like I know like the holiday period you know Christmas um, and just December in general especially in Australia it's it's summertime for us so it's like the summer solstice it summer is like you know a higher kind of vibe time it's quite a social time you know it's it's called the silly season for a reason you know it's really easy to get swept up in 
all the to-dos, like the the social events, the outings, the dinners, the to-do lists, everything that you've got to get done before Christmas or before this and that. Um, But I've been really conscious, like really, really conscious this year of leaving white space in my day and my week. And that doesn't mean it has to be a long period of time when I'm talking, especially like within my day, it might just mean like how I start my morning or when I, when I get home from work or whatever it may be that there's just, there's a moment I have an opportunity of time that's not dedicated to doing or going anywhere. (laughs) Um, And when I speak more importantly, probably has been when I look at my week, I like to be able to look at this kind of more extended period of time so I can see where there are busy times and periods and then where I can allocate white space for myself. And so that might mean like for me, you know, I've, you know, in the last few months picked up some part-time work. And so there's, you know, three days out of the week I'm, I'm there, I'm out of the house, but that also means that there's these other times of the week where, you know, I'm, I'm home, but I also have work to do like this work, the stuff that lights my soul up. I have, you know, things coming up for Christmas. I have, you know, like I said, cleaning and things that I, I want to do, but there's a lot, there's a lot to do. Um, and so looking at like the way that my, my time is spread out and making sure that there is actually some white space amongst it all has been, it's not always easy because you, you can want to value and prioritize the to-do list more, but I've found it really, really important to, to create that white space, that blank space within myself. Too often I found myself at the start of January just kind of feeling a little bit fried you know like kind of not necessarily overwhelmed but just tired after just like a busy holiday period you know and I mean I want to say like this doesn't mean that I say no to everything it just means that when I'm saying yes I'm also really aware and I'm, I'm kind of being proactive in how I'm organizing my time you know, and, and making sure that there is that blank space included within my time, time to stop, time to be still, to replenish, to do nothing. Um, you know, I, I intend to enter 2024 with a happy and nourished nervous system. I do not want to feel fried. I want to feel really grounded. I also think it's important to have that white space in order to have space to land and just be still at the end of each year. December and January, I know, like, you know, when we're talking about the seasons and and all of these other ways, sometimes it isn't always the time for action. It may be for you. You know, we talk about summer solstice sort of energy. Maybe you have been riding those high vibes. Maybe you're feeling Capricorn season really kind of amping things up for you and wanting to take action, but maybe you're not. Maybe you're not feeling the call to take any specific steps forward right now. However, it can be a really powerful time to receive and grow intentions and desires. And in order to do that, we need moments of quiet and stillness. We need time and space to drop down, to drop in and reflect and to tune in. And it's really hard to do that when we're sending our energy out in a million different directions, right? 
And I find it's really interesting when we talk about new year intentions or new moon intentions, any sort of <laughs> any beginning of a cycle where we have the opportunity to, to sort of tune into the desires that are, that are kind of coming forth within us. There's this tendency, if we don't slow down, we miss the opportunity to actually receive the true desire, you know, and sometimes, sometimes we're completely off the mark. <laughs> If we are kind of caught in the the motion of doingness, of being in action, of being caught on that hamster wheel of life, right? Of just constantly doing and going, the intentions that we're more likely setting for ourselves are going to be reflections of where we already are. Whereas when we drop in, when we when we step out of the hamster wheel, if we drop out of the loop of doing and we grow still and quiet for a moment, we allow ourselves the space to actually open and receive the desire, the deeper purpose that our soul is kind of desiring, you know, to embody into experience. And so you might think, you know, this year, like my intention is to to take, you know, that that big holiday that I've always, always wanted. But maybe your soul is actually feeling unfulfilled in that job that you want to take a holiday from. Maybe the desire is able to point you in a different direction entirely if you slow down and tune in. You don't have to leave your job in 2024. (laughs) I'm not saying that at all. But I think you can probably get my point here. And so, yeah, part of this, you know, white space is creating a slower momentum at this time of year rather than rushing to speed up to the new year, can you create a sense of spaciousness as you approach the new year? Rather than going looking for an intention to set, see what can be revealed to you in that sort of space. And this has so much to to do with our nervous system, right? It's the same thing. This is the whole point. If we are practicing white space, our nervous system, our body understands that there's opportunity to slow down. It's not in a rush. It's not kind of being bombarded it doesn't have to be defensive when you know you have that space in your day in your week to rest to slow down to be on your own to be in your own energy if that's what you you know you need within your white space when you're not actively going out and being and doing with others and being in everyone else's energy when your nervous system has that knowledge it's able to kind of drop in and feel more sort of nourished and less frazzled and again that's how that's that's the sort of energy that we actually receive in so much more potently and that's the energy that i i want to step into 2024 with okay that my my beautiful friend is kind of the key things i think there's actually six things not five but anyway (laughs) they are the the kind of key things that i've been really leaning into as we come towards this brand new year 2024 is going to be an absolute riot (laughs) it's going to be it's going to be a big one it's going to be intense keep your eye out for next week's episode we have the incredible Britt Johnson coming on to share with us the astrology for 2024. And oh my goodness, hold on to your hats, guys. It's it's a big one. And so, so much of this, again, around like really, really entering this year with like being really intentional, being really, really sure and, and conscious of the energy that you are cultivating um, and holding yourself in is going to make all the difference. If this episode has like, 
helped you, supported you, if it's like sparked anything within you, let me know. Jump into my DMs, share with me how you are entering and supporting yourself as you enter 2024. Are there any of these steps that you're going to do yourself that are kind of like, you know, sparking a little bit of inspiration or motivation for you i'd love to to hear so drop in shoot me a message on instagram i'd love to to hear from you and if you want to get really really clear and really intentional around how you are integrating and kind of tying up the threads of 2023 as well as calling in and cultivating the vision for the year ahead you're going to want to go to the show notes and get yourself the 2024 vision book which again is available now you can also get it for free inside the cosmic weavings membership so you can jump in there and get instant access along with the accompanying womb visioning journey it's all waiting for you inside the membership and i would love to see how you set aside and use these sacred tools how you set up your sacred new year or end of year ritual however you like to see it that would just bring me so much joy so i will put the link for both of those for the membership and for the vision book just on its own if you just want to purchase it on its own and get the instant digital download to print off you will find both of those in the show notes as well and finally i just want to say thank you so much for being here, for spending this time with me, for being with me in 2023. It has been a wild year in so many ways for for each of us. And I feel like, again, in our own ways, there has been so much uh, change and opportunities for growth. I want to say opportunities to, to really learn about ourselves this year. And this is a huge part of weaving the wild, right? Of weaving ourselves back into the wild and weaving the wild back into ourselves is doing that work. And I just want to honor you. If you're here, if you're listening to this, I know that that is you. I know you're one of the people that the world needs right now. And I'm sending you so much love. I'm sending you so much joy and softness and nourishment and growth and expansion for the year ahead. And now there's one last thing that you can do for me if it feels right and if it feels aligned for you. And that would be to leave a review for the Weave in the Wild podcast on Apple Podcasts. I've shared in recent weeks that I have a real vision for the Weave in the Wild podcast in 2024. And I would love to see this medicine, this, this special energy that this, this show brings to even more people. And part of that is reaching even more people. And you can help with that. There's two ways I share in most episodes that you can screenshot and share this episode on Instagram. Always tag me at the Rachel Hodgins. You can send the link to a friend, to a family member, email it to them however it works for you however you want to get that into their ears that is one thing but another thing that often gets overlooked because it takes a little bit of time is leaving a review again on apple Podcasts specifically but it truly does make such a difference for for any podcast so if there are shows that you truly value that you tune into regularly that you get a lot out of 
a really beautiful gift and a way to say thank you to those creators is to leave them a review. So drop a five stars and write, you know, one or two sentences even just to share what it is that you love about the show and why you listen. When you do that, it helps to get this show into even more people's ears. And that means the world. So thank you in advance to anyone and everyone who leaves a review. You're amazing. Alrighty, my love, I am going to leave it here. I will see you and speak to you in the new year. I hope you have a beautiful rest of the holiday season, a beautiful end to 2023, and let's make magic in the coming year. Take care, go gently, and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Weaving the Wild podcast. I'm walking my path here on Jaja Jaja Wurrung country, and I acknowledge the Jaja Wurrung elders past and present. 